much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, from realtors, lenders, builders, developers, residential or commercial, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, what really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Our very special guest and feature type today, Eric Estrada. Eric, thanks so much for taking the time. Thank you, Greg. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited for this one. I know there's so many people in anticipation, so I would love to just dive into the series of questions. Sure. For everybody out there to get to know who you are a little bit better, if that's okay. Perfect. Sounds cool. good to me. <laughs> so uh, I guess let's start with, you know, tell everybody a little about yourself. You know, so I was born and raised here in Colorado Springs. Uh, you don't see that too often nowadays. <laughs> Very true. A native, yeah. an actual native, yeah. right? Our city's growing like crazy. And so to see, you know, uh, a native here and, you know, a lot of people that have gone to high school with moved on or they've moved on to bigger cities. and But uh, a lot of good stuff here. So, uh, you know, born and raised here. Um, grandparents migrated here from uh, Mexico. And so, uh, you know... Uh, Born and raised here, you know, just thankful that they gave our family that opportunity. And, sure. uh, you know, in a sense, we're all immigrants here. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's so so it's so uh, it's just one of those things I'm forever grateful for. You know, my grandparents, they, uh, they, they worked hard. You know, it was all manual labor. And uh, my grandfather and uh, my grandmother, you know, they just both worked very hard. My grandfather uh, owned uh, tons of land and ranches out in Mexico, and wow. so a lot of a lot of hard work. You know, my god, not my godmother, my grandmother, mm -hmm. um, you know, worked until she couldn't. You know, wow. arthritis and uh, tons of health problems, and you know, she cleaned houses, and you know, she she worked hard to give us a better life. Okay. So, and that's a that's a beautiful story to really have that. As far as I'm concerned, that example. Yeah. Right, of thought, hard work, and determination, and making it happen for future generations. Sure. Which sure. is what I'm assuming you're doing, my friend. So, <laughs> trying, uh, trying. So I guess let's go into that a little bit. So from your background, obviously being a native, and then yeah. coming into here, what was your progression? You know, in your career, what got you into the business in the first place, and kind of where you're at now? Yeah. So you know, my uh, I, I attribute a lot to what I've done to my godmother, okay. uh, my late god godmother, and she she pushed me to do to do more. You know, she always told me to, to not cap on things. You know, you could okay. always do much more than what, what you're capable of. And, you know, just, just never create a ceiling for yourself, you know. Wow. And she was a senior vice president here for American National Bank. Wow. And, uh, you know, my senior year, I was... You know, still in high school, I had like one class each semester, so it was pretty exciting. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, but uh, it's uh, I started working for American National Bank, so part time, and uh, started at a young age, and uh, you know, started with filing things in the back room okay. to working on project management, and got into their corporate marketing division uh, here locally. And uh, banking was about four or five years, and okay. uh, moved to Albuquerque, New Mexico, right after that. Get out of here. Okay. <laughs> uh, not one of my, my most favorite times but hey if you're from Albuquerque it's a, it's a beautiful place but it's right. uh it's just one of those you know I think I was young mm -hmm. I think I was ambitious and I wanted something new I wanted right. to uh, kind of just let my wings spread out and right. do something different so stayed in banking okay. uh, the year that I was in Albuquerque and uh, came back to Colorado Springs mm. and during that time it was a uh, recession oh, gosh. <laughs> recession time so, timing is everything yeah, timing's right? everything so you know, 2008, got into the business over at uh, ERA Shields Real Estate. Okay. I kind of got into it just, again, I was an, I was ambitious. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people look at real estate as a, as a way to be an entrepreneur and to mm -hmm. grow a business. And, uh, you know, you don't, you don't really have a cap. You know, you create a cap if you have one. And if not, 
There's no ceiling. Right. You, you Limit you. Yeah, exactly. So I uh, was with ERA Shields, well-established firm here locally, uh, right. met a lot of uh, great industry professionals there, mm-hmm. you know, and it was uh, just one of those things that I, I learned a ton, you okay. know, and I was more on the brokerage administration side at the time, uh-huh. but, uh, you know, just, just learned a ton, you know, we, 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 we had fun, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, so, you know, the Eddie Hertz, Michelle Blessing, yeah. Alan Willoughby, um, Peggy Ulmer, you know, all, all industry greats here locally, and sure. uh, we had fun. We went to the International Business Conferences and, um, you know, really established as a team a really pretty cool community engagement uh, team uh, or uh, a group, I guess right. you could call it. And uh, we were on stage multiple times at these international business conferences, got tons of recognition, and I was young, I loved it, I loved the energy, and it was, it was exciting, it was an exciting time. So uh, shortly after that, I transitioned to a larger ERA firm. So same franchise, uh, just a different, uh, same franchise, different firm, mm-hmm. and uh, managed well over a thousand Agents at a time. <laughs> so yeah. A we thousand, a Eric. Thousand just everybody knows that's a huge number, right? I mean, yeah. it's hard enough to manage yourself, let alone a thousand other people. Okay, so. Yeah, so, you know, kind of ran uh, the marketing, uh, business development, uh, oversaw operations on a regional level. And uh, at the time, we had offices in California, Nevada, Las Vegas, uh, here in Colorado, across the Front Range, and down to South Florida. So then I picked up, <laughs> moved my entire family to South Florida, and uh, again, met some incredible people down there. And it's, it's neat to have been able to experience that. You know, I went out there to grow that region, mm-hmm. but uh, the memories that I created, you know, the opportunities that were presented in front of me were, were, were much more than that, you right. know. And uh, Nick, Tina Ranieri, um, you know, we had uh, Maria Quintero, Patty Franco, Gladys, Mike and Alessandra. I mean, the list goes on mm-hmm. and on. Some big industry hitters, you know, okay. big hitters out there. David Martyr. Uh, getting to see East Coast real estate and compared to Colorado real estate, little, way different. A little different, right? <laughs> way you different. You know, and so just, you know, seeing these waterfront properties and, uh, you know, beach homes, beach houses, and, you know, just, uh, you're, it's a whole different type of luxury down there, you mm-hmm. know. So you're dealing with $20 million properties and, you know, it's just a, a whole different scene, a whole different vibe. And, wow. you know, again, created great memories out there. Transitioned back with the same uh, ERA Herman group at the time mm-hmm. uh, to Colorado Springs and uh, they became an independent firm and uh, kind of helped grow and run the Colorado Springs region. And now I'm here, Keller wow. Williams Partners. So yeah. great place to be. You know, I think, I think that that's a, a beautiful transition through your career and a, a lot of the, the commonality is you know, leadership, mentorship, you know, constantly growing. The ambition that you've always had in your life, I think, has taken you to different places. Uh, It's interesting that that, uh, you look at it and you've gone and come back and gone and come back. I mean, Colorado Springs is beautiful. It's beautiful. It's, it's a wonderful place. Yeah. So I mean, anybody who lives here can can attest to that. So that's that's really neat. So the nature from leaving um, ERA to KW, what what was the thought process behind that? And, yeah. So you know, started with a franchise ERA, transitioned to a larger ERA, and then that ERA went independent. And at first, it was kind of a it was one of those things you're like, oh, it's it's independent, you know. Mm-hmm. You save costs, you do this, you do that. Nothing against the firm itself, sure. but I felt we lost a lot of value okay. in terms of uh, what we could offer. Um, mm-hmm. Just the, 
the expansion, you know, the, the multiple offices, you know, thousands of offices across the country and right. globally. And I, I think that's important. You know, mm -hmm. networking in our business is extremely important. And, Agreed. you know, most recently we went to KW Mega Camp in Austin, Texas. Oh, and, you know, just getting back into the game and meeting people and building relationships with people is just it's the way to do it. You know, you have right. to do it that way. And so uh, I think it. there's just too much value in a franchise no matter what franchise you're a part of sure. you know they all offer great tools and uh you know this one was just perfect for me and you know ed leba casey you know the whole team here you know we're doing awesome things here so great people for yeah. sure and, and so that i think this is a good uh segue into the next question which is what's your why eric i mean what gets you up in the morning makes you do what you do to the level that you do it at yeah so you know my why I'd have to say are my kids. Okay, that, that's a great <laughs> one. Yeah, that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. Great and uh, most of you guys know, uh, you know, six kids. Um, I, I don't use this term lightly, but they were all adopted. Okay. You know, and so being able to see them, you know, just transition from being in such a difficult point in their life and yeah. growing into these beautiful young women and my son just being the little gentleman that he is. And uh, they all range from five to 17, <laughs> almost 17. Wow, <laughs> so, that, that's quite a spectrum. Yeah, and a full yeah. house. Full really. house. Yeah. <laughs> Three dogs, too. Um, Oh my gosh, I too. love it. I love so, it. you know, and my partner, I mean, we, we just make it, we make it work. Mm -hmm. You know, we uh, have six kids, the three dogs, and couldn't do it without without everybody's support. And it's a, it's a, it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling and busy and crazy, but... There's never, there's just never a calm moment in my house. <laughs> Which is great. Yeah. And again, it fits with your personality of going and pushing and growing. Yeah. Um, I think what a beautiful thing about that is, you know, you're talking about your legacy. You're, you're helping molding future, you know, what's happening here. And, and so it, that's so much greater than yourself is yeah. family. And to me, there's nothing more important. So I think that that's a huge motivator above and beyond, not just for business, but for balance in life. Sure. So I think that's great. And everybody needs to kind of take it that way for sure. So let's go into the advisory portion of this, because there's a lot of viewers out here, uh, whether they're new or seasoned, that are kind of looking for advice or tools or tactics that they can grow their business. So if you could look back at your career thus far, Eric, okay. and pick or choose one or two things that you added to your business that took it from one level to the next, what does that look like for you? You know, it, I think sometimes we, we try to perfect our systems. We try to, we try to look at other people, and which is good. You know, we, we have to, to gain some, some insights, some advice from other people. But I think sometimes we dig too deep. You know, okay. here, here locally, you know, um, and, and again, I've learned so much from the Tom Ferries, the Larry Kindles, you know, with the Ninja Insulation. And, you know, but sometimes I think that I, I learn more from our local peers, mm. you know, and again, to a lot of the names I've mentioned earlier, you know, it's you see what they're doing on social media. You mm -hmm. kind of see what they're, uh, you know, how they're building their business. And, um, you know, and it all starts with building relationships wow. you know I think we focus too much on the sales aspect of things and you know there's a lot of sales training out there but sure. you know you, you kind of have to be yourself you know don't don't do it for the money because if you're doing it for the money you're doing it the wrong way wow I, if I could put that in bold letters right across I would that's so yeah. beautiful that's yeah. so true yeah and so you know I, I, I think look more to your local business colleagues 
you know, don't look too far. You know, sometimes you don't even have to spend too much money. You know, as you grow your business, you know, focus on that. But, you know, our, our industry is a roller coaster. It's up and down. And, you know, we're kind of get hitting that peak again where, sure. you know, once you peak, what happens from there? It goes back down, mm -hmm. unfortunately. And, you know, you just have to prepare, you know, financially, you know, budget things, create a business plan. And, you know, I know I'm kind of just jumbling a bunch of stuff no, out this there. Is all but, good. but treat it like a business. You know, sometimes people get into the business because they want flexibility. They want, it's not going to work. <laughs> right. You know, and if you're a part-time agent, you know, unfortunately, you know, it's, it's going to be 10 times more difficult so you know take it seriously get up every morning create office hours for yourself you know and just uh just run with it each and every day mm -hmm. you know don't be intimidated by what others are doing or not doing you know treat it like a business and run with it i love that there's so many beautiful nuggets inside there so hopefully everybody's taking huge notes but you know when it comes down to it not looking at it so much as the sales but relationships sure. as you were saying that is huge yeah. and so many people forget that and then again treating it like a business those two things combined ultimate greatness huge success into that so again hopefully everybody heard that but that's huge <laughs> eric that's really good so let's go into the difficult portion of this interview and the series uh, it's the challenge question. So uh, we all deal with challenges. No one's exempt for that. Whether it's in the past, now, or in the future, we're all going to handle some pretty heavy stuff. So if you could pick a challenge you dealt with in your life that you overcame, that you became a stronger man because of it, what does that look like for you? So, you know, this is... You know, I'm I'm an emotional guy, so if I start choking hey, up, just hey, you know, this is just, live, just roll everybody. With it. Just roll this with is it. Live. Come on. <laughs> but you know, uh, you know, I I dealt with a lot of uh, just loss. You know, and it it all started at the beginning of my career. So you know, back in 2008, 2009, my godmother, who we spoke about earlier, her name was Roseanne, and she was a second mom to me. You know, my my parents were great. You okay. know, they they had a rocky relationship, but 30 plus years are still together. Sure, had a roof over our head. We had food on the table. Uh, we grew up in, in uh, I wouldn't say a rough area of town, but okay. we, we 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 weren't rich. We didn't have a ton of money, but you know it. it we were fortunate. We didn't have everything, but we had everything we needed, if that makes sense. It does. And so in 2009, my godmother, who had been battling breast cancer, uh, she started battling it when I was maybe 12 years old. So, you know, battled it wow. for six, seven years. Yeah. And uh, she lost her battle in 2009. And that was as I was moving to Albuquerque. Okay. So I think one of the hardest things for me at that point in time was she wasn't, I wasn't there on her bed, by her, by her, by her side when she passed. And, uh, you know, my family was there. She wasn't alone, but I, you know, a lot of regret at first, okay. you know, just because she was my rock. She is the reason I am the man I am today. And, you know, she, uh, I, I feel like she let go mm -hmm. when I left because she knew I was okay. And so it's one of those things where you're just like, it gives you peace. It gives you a little bit of uh, of a sense of you know just peace and relief. And you know sometimes we beat ourselves up and we can't control what happens you know every day. And so you know lost my godmother. Grew up you know I have siblings. I have uh, my sister Wendy, brother Jose, and my brother Chris. And okay. uh, in that order from oldest to youngest. And my a year after that, uh, already in real estate, uh, lost my younger brother to suicide. 
And so, you know, just a beautiful soul, just an incredible human being. The biggest heart would take his shirt off his back for anybody. And, uh, you know, that was difficult. You know, he's my best friend. And, you know, I grew up mainly with him and Roseanne and kind of traveling all around the world. And, uh, you know, that loss was just, it was, it was devastating, sure. to say the least. Yeah. You know, sometimes we wake up and we don't have answers to things. We don't know, you know, what is right, what's wrong, what's a good feeling, what's a bad feeling. And, and ultimately, it just comes back to us to prove that, one, I was strong enough to move past that and be in front of, you know, a camera today, cameras other times, you know, to be able to tell a story that uh, is fulfilling. You know, sometimes we, we want to give up or we don't see, you know, just, just the right path ahead of us and we have to make change in life. And uh, change is not necessarily the easiest thing in life, but it's necessary. We're humans. You know, I think people get just too wrapped up in, in politics and gossip and the, the negativity of, of our world today and, you know, What's the point of it? You know, mm -hmm. if you were to die today, what was the point of the negativity? The, right. It doesn't matter, you know? We should be focused more on our families, the people that we love, the things we love to do, you know? And it's hard sometimes, you know? Yeah. Sometimes I wake up and I don't want to roll over out of bed. Sure, you sure, know, I, I have the dogs, it's a little one next to me, and you know, it's, uh, it's all stuff we, we struggle with, you know? Where sure. Nobody's perfect. But, you know, if it's any advice, it's just, you know, keep pushing forward. You know, we all have struggles, but uh, we're here for a reason, and we need to take that. And, you know, my faith in God has taken me to, to new heights and just push, push me through moments that I didn't think I could get through, and my family and friends, of course. So, I mean, Eric, that what you just shared, first of all, thank you for doing that because yeah, it's not yeah, easy. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I think that what you shared with everybody and myself included is one of the hardest things you can deal with is family loss. Sure. Um, you know, death in the family, multiples into that. I mean, that's just not easy, but you're, you're giving a beautiful example of remembering them for why you love them and what they've done and what impact and continuing that on in the future. Sure. And, and I think that your message to everybody, which is, which is also amazing, is look, we all have challenges, just keep moving forward. Think of the positive. It's, this world is too negative. Yeah. So just, just try to be that positive light and, and keep going. Bad things happen to good people every day, but just keep pushing forward. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I, hopefully everybody heard that. I appreciate it. So thank you so much, Eric. <laughs> that is not easy. Of course. Uh, let's go a little softer on this one, just good. to kind of air it all out here. Everybody's hearing. <laughs> but uh, this is actually one of my favorite questions uh, when it comes down to it. So if you could travel back in time and give young Eric a piece of advice or two, what would you say to your younger self? You know, I would say slow down. Slow down and uh, think about others first. You know, I think we've all gone through that moment where we're young, we're ambitious, and right. we think about ourselves. You know, we, we want to push ourselves. We want to get the better job. We want to make more money. We want to do this. We want to do that. And again, in the end, none of that matters. Push yourself. Sure. You know, create a life worth living you know, and make yourself proud, make your family proud. But at, at the end of the day, you know, I, I think I would just say, slow down, enjoy the moments in life. And, you know, just, uh, again, it could be taken away from us in, in a moment, in a second, you know what I mean? So it's, it's important to just keep moving forward and just uh, live life. Do what you're gonna do today mm -hmm. and what you're gonna say you're gonna do, don't do it tomorrow. 
because tomorrow might not be there. Wow, and, and that that's big, yeah. and that's not just for young Eric, but everybody who's watching this, myself included. I, sure. That's huge advice. Sure. Uh, you know, to really take time to smell the roses. It's not all about that next step, that next level. I mean, set goals in your life, and that's beautiful, and sure. move forward, support sure. your life and your family, and but there's more to it, and, and I think you hit it beautifully on there. So. That's great. Again, not just for young Eric, but everybody. So let's go into the next question, which happens to be the, one of the favorite for the viewers of sure. this series, is what are the Titans feeding their mind? How are they growing their mind and continually hitting the goals and doing what they're doing as professionals? So um, if you could share you know, maybe books you're reading, podcasts you're listening to, or influencers on social media or coaches, what are you feeding your mind, Eric? So one of my all-time favorites is The Go-Giver, uh, Bob Berg's, uh, John Mann, and uh, one that I'm reading right now is The Million M Millionaire Real Estate Agent, yeah. uh, Gary Keller. So again, it's uh, Go-Giver is more about two different books. Okay. okay? Yeah. So you have yeah. The Go-Giver that's a little bit more about uh, relationship building. Mm -hmm. I'm focusing on individuals and personal relationships and business relationships a little bit more than focusing on how many sales you're going to get and how you're going to get there. On the other side, you have The Millionaire Real Estate Agent uh, by Gary Keller, and that's focused more on the systems, the structure, um, how to move forward and how to really build a business. You know, So I think both are extremely important, okay. and uh, I'm more of one of those... Uh, you know, just a personal, you know, emotional guy. So, oh, you know, I, I don't attract too much to the sales side of things. Okay. Um, but that's where, you know, the go-giver, um, you know, just uh, Larry Kindle and his ninja installation has done wonders for me and my business. And wow. it's uh, just, uh, it focuses more on building relationships and uh, just uh, treating people for who they are and not because you're trying to make a sale. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if you're focusing too much on the sale, you're losing, in my opinion. And so just uh, focusing on people, building good, solid relationships with them, and, you know, the rest will come. The more you give people, the more you'll get back in return. Right. So. And, and I, I think that a lot of professionals and consumers can get that, and it's you just being genuine, being sure. real. You know what I mean? And connecting with people yep. and the rest will follow, yep. you know, when it comes down to that. So uh, those are some great ads. Just as always, everybody, I'll have links in the comments below so that you can learn and feed your mind the same way that Eric's doing. So I'm really <laughs> excited about that. So Eric, this has been chock full of information, huge nuggets and takes away. I, again, to get to know you as a man, this has been beautiful. So I want to wrap everything up with one final question. Go for it. So if you could look uh, at yourself, uh, just kind of have that reflection as a man, as a brand, what you do in the community, and sum everything up with a mantra or a quote that you live by. What does that look like for Eric Estrada? You know, so, and this is a quote that I stole from KW Mega Camp. So, okay, yeah, that's good. This is good. <laughs> uh, during the cultural summit, you know, uh, one of the presenters stood up and said, you know, make money not to have more, but to be able to give back to those who you couldn't live without. And, you know, I wake up every morning and we go from a point in our life where we want a bigger house, we want a nicer car, we want this, we want that. But at the end of the day, you know, my life has shifted a bit to, you know, I have six kids now. You know, I have to provide for them and, you know, giving them not necessarily more than what I had, sure. but just giving them a good foundation and giving them the love that they deserve and uh, giving them the support, you know. And so, again, I do this for my kids, for my family, for my friends, uh, for my clients, you know, but ultimately it's it's not to make more, to have more. Um, it's to be able to give back to, to my kids, my family, and all of those around me, you know, and community organizations, um, different nonprofits, you know, 
your local locally ASPCA Susan G Komen you know uh, just everything to support cancer research suicide prevention you know it, it's all important okay. and we need to we need to stay involved and support support those organizations that are true to our heart so I, I think that is a, a beautiful statement it sums up you as a man and you as a friend perfectly and echoes the entire episode so I'm super excited Eric you are absolutely a real estate type my friend thank, <laughs> thank you, you so much, much. yeah thank this has been amazing so had fun yeah <laughs> it's good it's good I almost right? cried but had fun it's there it's there but it was good stuff so thanks everybody so much for your time and attention as always I really appreciate your love and support live every Tuesday and Friday afternoons a different Titan a different location we'll catch you guys on the next live episode of Real Estate Titans take care thank you